Hey, I'm Byron. And I'm Natalie. We're married. Husband and wife. And this is a Marriage and Family Podcast. We will be documenting our lives together. Along with anything else we can think of. This is Couples Co-op. <laughs> Why do you say stuff like that? <laughs> I don't know. Like, nothing is all the time. It's may- it's always maybe or most of the time. Yeah, most of the, most there, of the time. There's no, like, definite statements with you. Right, but, like, <clears throat> not everything works exactly right every time. That's... That's just how it is. The car doesn't turn on every single day. Some days it gets flooded with gas and, and doesn't turn on. Or some days it has a but transmission But when has that happened to you in your life? A couple times. I've had cars die. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. All right. I, I, I guess, I mean, I've had batteries die. There you go. See? Car didn't start. So I shouldn't just assume it's going to start. Right. Because it, it doesn't works. all the time. It works most of the time. <laughs> most times that you go to start it it'll start sometimes it doesn't and that's okay works most of the time see i like to think optimistically <clears throat> me too that it, is optimistically uh, i could say sometimes or half the time i just most i feel like that's isn't that pessimistic though that's yeah, realistic Ooh. Ooh. wow that's right mind blown that's right <laughs> uh, all right guys welcome back yeah welcome back <laughs> to couples co-op we're couples co-op Couple. with Byron and Natalie. I'm We already did that. We did that. Uh today we're going to be doing a movie review. Well, it's more of just we watched a movie and we thought we'd talk we just about it. Chat about it. Yeah. Cuz we like movies. Yeah. We like watching movies. It's a fun thing to do together. Yeah. I feel like it's uniquely us. We're the only couple who watches movies together. Yeah. This is like a crazy new thing. A crazy new thing. You guys should get on it. Get on it. <laughs> yeah. So the movie that we watched Black Widow. Black Widow. It's about dang time. Yeah, she's been just kind of hanging tight. No movies. She's hanging tight dead. <laughs> well, spoiler <laughs> alert. Jeez. This podcast is going to contain spoilers for every Marvel movie that's come out to date, including Black Widow. I wouldn't say every. It's just, I mean, I guess if she's in it, therefore this is a spoiler because it's her end. Right. This is the last, her last, well, probably her last movie. I don't think that she's going to be in the MCU going forward. So, yeah, spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Beware. Yep. We will be talking a pretty, uh, well, not uh, in depth, but yeah. like we'll be talking about the movie yeah. and uh, aspects of it. And so if you haven't seen it yet and you care about it's been it a not few being weeks. spoiled. It's been a few weeks by this point, so. Right. I mean, we even she, watched it late. We watched it. Because yeah, that's just the reality moment. of being a parent. Yeah. 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 Like. We used to just watch movies whenever we desired. Night like, literally of. not even have to plan it. Yeah, I'd be like, you want to see a movie? Sure. And then we just go watch a movie. Now it's like, all right, <laughs> we have to get a sitter who's not going to be available, so we have to wait a full week. Yeah. Which, thank you. Happens. Yeah. Yes. We're good, though. We watched it. It was good. It was and fun. And we, we got the theater experience, we which we did. really wanted. Mm-hmm. And I didn't There's certain sp- movies that you need that theater experience. Yeah, that's right. And I didn't want to spend the 30 bucks on Disney Plus after already paying for the Disney Plus subscription. It's very silly. Doesn't make any sense. We attempted. We looked into if we could just split it with our parents. Yeah, they didn't want to watch but it. But they want to watch in theaters, too. So yeah. we just all ended up spending over $30 anyway. That's right. <laughs> Although we didn't buy snacks. No, we're naughty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We we smuggle snacks in. We smuggle snacks in. It's just in. the thing we do. Guys, we're on a budget. Dave yeah. Ramsey. 
I think that's in oh, there. Oh, yeah. Oh, we should have a podcast about Dave Ramsey. Oh, that'd be a good idea. I mean, he has his own podcast, so he doesn't need us. We can just play clips of his podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we watched Black Widow. It's a, it was a good time, so we're going we're gonna to get into it. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so when did you first hear there was a Black Widow movie? When did I first hear there was a Black Widow movie? Yeah, oh, like when? Forever was... ago. Right. It was forever ago. Yeah. Like years ago. They announced the Black Widow movie. I think it was at their was it their like disney investors event or something like that they announced it are we talking like was this like 2018 2019 yeah it was a long time ago right okay and we so you get hyped about it because you're like holy man like she's never had her own movie she's always been just a part of the avengers movies and they alluded to in age of ultron the movie about like the red room and some of the like Mm-hmm. really dark like intense themes right which isn't a typical marvel yeah. movie that you see it's usually more light-hearted and yeah stuff. it's yeah and and they they like alluded to this stuff and they brought this like they, i mean they released a trailer or like a teaser and stuff and and they're like it's gonna be great and then they set a date mm-hmm. and then a pandemic hit oh, <laughs> and then they set a new that. date <laughs> and then they set a new date mm-hmm. and i think they changed it four times yeah from march of 2020 all the way to july of 2021 Mm -hmm. so over a year later they had this movie sitting in their vault yeah ready to go talk about anticipation like oh my goodness yeah and disappointment too because like the hype is built and then i feel like it kind of sizzled a little while for there yeah they're like all right well it's not gonna come out in march because you know we're gonna see how the the which was understandable i get that first one yeah because that was you have no idea what's going on. And then I think they set the other one to like a couple months later. And that was like kind of right at the end of lockdowns and stuff. So they're like, we're just going to, we're not going to do theaters right yet. Yeah. And then they said another one. And then I feel like it was like June or something like that. And then they're like, ah, July. I'm like, why would you push it that? <sighs> so silly. Yeah. It's like everybody's out and about. Yeah. Everything's kind of rolling. Like, just do it. Just do it. But yeah. anyway, lots of delays. They ended up bringing it out. And uh, I am glad, though, that they did put it in theaters, that it yeah. wasn't just Disney Plus exclusive. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I Which think obviously is what they were like, why they kept delaying it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But they didn't want to do a big Marvel Cinematic Universe movie just through a streaming service, which right. I mean, I think it would have done fine. But again, with that premium payment, I don't think it would have done as well. I think a lot of people would have been like, I don't want to spend 30 bucks right, on I'll something. Just I'll just wait until it's on Disney Plus for free. Yeah. Because why not? But So that was obviously a big thing with this movie was the delays. Yeah. And then, like, after, obviously, Endgame came out and there was this beautiful sacrifice on her part. Yeah. They did a really good job with the, um, on the, to get the soul stone yeah. on the planet that they needed the sacrifice like, of a loved one. Wow. Like, talk about a emotional scene. Yeah. It was really well done. It was really well shot uh-huh. and uh, really well written. Yeah, and it it just it I feel like it was very impactful. And mm-hmm. the fact that they were like, "This is it. She's dead." Right. And then they said in Endgame that like even the stones can't bring her back. Mm-hmm. Like she's right. gone for for gone. Uh-huh. And it's then they definite. and then they announced a Black Widow movie. Right, and you're like, "Whoa!" <laughs> and I was like, "Don't, don't undo it." Uh huh. Don't, don't you dare. Don't be like we're gonna go into the stone and we're gonna get her back or or, or I don't know. Just don't don't do some like nonsense and just be like oh. Mm-hmm. And then um, she made us too much money. We we, we yeah. un- undo everything. Yeah. No, no, nope. like, just it, as as sad as it is, just right. keep the like, character obviously dead. Obviously, we like her and it would yeah. be great to have her around longer. But because of that beautiful sacrifice yeah. that happened, 
Like it just needs yeah, don't, to be done. Don't sacrifice the story for mm-hmm. fan pleasing. It doesn't make any sense to just be like, oh, she was pretty good. Let's just bring her back. So, right. So, but anyways, yeah. that's not what ended up happening. But right. initially your mind goes there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this movie was set in between the events of Captain America Civil War and Avengers Infinity War. Mm-hmm. It's like It takes place like almost immediately after right. Civil War. Like she, she like betrays the the Iron Man team, and now the government's hunting her because she's broken the Sokovia Accord. So she's like on the run, and uh, yeah. Which was uh, like a, I don't know. I feel like I was almost like behind the scenes of yeah. like in between those two movies. Yeah. You know, it it bridged a it bridged a gap. I didn't know needed bridged, but I think it bridged it good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, I mean, it makes a lot of sense because. Um, it is also probably going to be setting up a new character within the greater scheme of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is Florence Pugh's character. Um, what was her name again? It was um, Yelena. Yelena. That's what it was, mm-hmm. Yelena. And um, yeah, but it was played by Florence Pugh, who, for whatever reason... <laughs> we looked up on Google. We're like, okay, so, you know, just so that we have reference, like, who was the main cast, their characters' names, their actors' yeah. names... <laughs> yeah, so like number one is obviously like Scarlett Johansson as Natasha Romanoff, and then you had like David Harbour as the Red Guardian, and then you had uh, Rachel, I don't know how to say her last name, as Mom, <laughs> and then you have Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, who's not what? in the movie. <laughs> not in the movie. And I click on the like more cast option. Florence Pugh isn't even listed. Like she's like this. I'd say like the second she's main the character. She's the co-star yeah. of the whole movie. Yeah. And she's not even. In the, I mean, it's just in the Google thing. We just were looking it up, and I thought it was really funny. They might have changed it by now, but or they're gonna change it after they listen to this. That's right. They're you listening. Hear, you to hear this. us, Google? That's right. They're listening to everything. So uh, yeah, that was oh really goodness. weird. But so then, obviously, once we realized, like, oh, okay, this they're not bringing back Black yeah. Widow. Like, okay, so then. So then what what are they doing here? Yeah. So then we're like, oh, well, maybe they're just, like, going back in... Not back in time, but, like, mm-hmm. they're going to do, like, a prequel type thing. Yeah. and uh, Like an origin story. Like, right. it's going to be her time in the Red Room, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's kind of what we were thinking going in. Yeah. And or, we also thought it was going to be a lot a lot darker. Right. Like, because they've alluded to pretty right. rough stuff that she's been through. Yeah. Like, they... I mean, in in um, Infinity... Or, no, in... um. Age of Ultron, they had a couple of flashbacks when Scarlet Witch made them all go crazy a little bit. Yeah. And they had her, like, doing some, like, really crazy stuff when she was younger. And it was like, man, if that's what's going to be in the movie, this mm-hmm. is going to be, like, probably the darkest, most intense Marvel movie yet. And I'd say that it, it, it was pretty dark. Like, they covered some of those themes and stuff, but they didn't... That wasn't, like, the main... Yeah. Like, thing they focused on, though. Right. So, but we thought it was going to be a little bit darker than... I think it ended up turning it out, but... Yeah, so again, spoilers going forward. Yeah. <laughs> you missed that first spoiler warning. I know, right? But yeah, so we waited for like two weeks to watch this movie. Like this movie came it out came like out, yeah. beginning of Ju- July, like July like what, 6th or 9th or something like that. Mm-hmm. And we didn't go and watch it until that night, like two, that two weeks like two later. two Fridays later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the first Friday we were like, hey, local friend. Well, <laughs> the day of. Yeah, we was very last minute. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I think we're still getting the hang of the fact that we need a babysitter, honestly. Yeah, it's not the first thing that pops into my head. Right. Even though, I mean, she's a year old. But honestly, for the first, like, six months, we didn't do anything. No, we just stayed home. Right. It was new. It was scary. Mm. I didn't feel comfortable leaving her. Yeah. And uh, so... 
So like we we were just we're not like, quite like yeah. it's not a normal routine anymore. Yeah. To, so we're just like, hey, friend, are you available tonight? And she's like, no. And we're like, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. We thought we'd try, but yeah. thanks. But, so then next Friday. Yeah. So. It's, yeah. yeah so we we're like so she's like we can do next friday and we're like that'll work so we had to wait another week which is fine they were great yeah and i think the biggest thing like for you specifically is you follow a lot of like mm-hmm. marvel and disney things like on your phone and whatnot and so you're always really concerned about seeing spoilers uh, yeah. for like big movies like this mm-hmm. yeah I like and to so try that's to see like them. why we want to try to see them yeah we try to later. see them right away so that way it doesn't get spoiled but right. we didn't get any spoilers for this one I think we did pretty good. Yeah. I kind of tried to stay off of Facebook for a little bit, but, and I didn't watch, we only watch, like my policy is we only watch the first trailer just to kind of see the tone and then we don't watch anything after right, that. Right, because we really want to go in with like no actual expectations. Like we yeah. come in with some expectations like we've talked about, but we want to go in just kind of like with a fresh slate Yeah. of like, I don't know, and a lot, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this movie... Uh, if you have seen it, great. If you haven't and you're just here just to get a brief synopsis because you don't really care about watching it. Um, so briefly, yeah, I'm just going to like... So the movie, like Byron said, picks up after the events of Civil War following... Um, and it follows Black Widow on the run because mm-hmm. she's now a fugitive. Uh, she meets up with her, her fake family from her previous life to take down the infamous Red Room. This movie's goal is to expound on Natasha's origin and to set up Yelena, Yelena's role in Phase 4 of the MCU. Right, because this one canonically comes out right after Spider-Man Far From Home, right? Oh, don't ask me that. You yeah, know I'm pretty things. sure like the last movie that came out was the Spider-Man movie, so this is supposed to take place like right after that. Or this is supposed to come out right after that, and it's setting up these new characters that are going to kind of be phasing out some of the actors who have been in the marvel movies for a long time because like obviously spoilers like cap's not in it captain america's Mm -hmm. not going to be in movies moving forward iron man's done moving forward and black widow's done moving forward and those are some of the original ones so they kind of have to start bringing some of these characters that are background characters and they gotta like fill in Mm -hmm. yeah fill in the space so like with the um with some of the disney plus shows they've been expounding on some more characters that are going to really push into the into the new phases of the marvel movies but which those disney plus movies ooh. those disney plus shows are so good oh, oh yeah shows I yeah, mean, yeah we just finished loki and oh nice. man yeah we'll get there yeah good stuff so uh the movie opens up with um like back in the 90s yeah and this was some of the stuff so like we're just gonna go through and just give our like impressions of the movie we're right. not gonna go through like a detailed play-by-play just because if you've seen it you've seen it if you haven't go watch it it's good yeah but yeah so it opens up in the 90s following um like this little girl who you're like that's natasha and then they're like oh it's natasha and you're supposed to be surprised but you're not because <laughs> this is her movie right like you bought a ticket to go to this movie yeah yeah so but yeah i just thought that like this movie set that scene, just that opening like 10 minutes of the movie in 1995, uh-huh. which is the same year that Captain Marvel was supposed to take place. The whole movie of Captain Marvel took place in 95. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was interesting how the whole movie of of uh, Captain Marvel felt like a weird like approximation of what the 90s what might have been like Mm -hmm. when like this movie i feel like just in that 10 minutes did the 90s a lot better right you actually felt like oh i'm not in the present day right it's yeah because captain marvel was like shot very modern Uh uh-huh 
but and they just was, like kind of had outdated clothes occasionally yeah <laughs> like, for the most part but like i don't think they tried very hard on that for whatever reason i don't know but another thing that like i noticed because i'm a, i'm a, like a a pretty casual follower of like comic book characters and, mm-hmm. and franchises and you have been for a while yeah i'm like, not b- like way before like disney decided to start doing these marvel movies yeah i yeah i started reading comic books like a decent amount ago and they were always like just loose issues i wasn't like following like coherent storylines but like as i continued to grow i like started to look into some characters and i started to like kind of follow the evolution of these characters so there are some characters that were in like cartoons or they're in like comic books and they're such good characters and i get so excited when they try to translate them to the screen and then like and i'll say like the taskmaster character in Mm -hmm. the show Mm -hmm. in the comic books he's a lot more talkative yeah he speaks in the in this movie he doesn't she 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 doesn't speak at all but in the um which i feel like made her a little more intense yeah it definitely makes the character a lot more like a terminator style character like the winter soldier type character but i just think that like it was just a weird deviation Mm. from the source material and like the character looked perfect like the helmet the hood the sword the shield all of the stuff that they used was like yeah that's that's like actually like perfect Mm. but i think that like just the execution of it was a little weak for me Mm. so bold stance hot takes i know but um yeah i thought that the character was uh, was a little bit like um I don't know because they did such a good job sculpting this character physically to look exactly what they're supposed to look like in the comics but they just changed fundamental parts about who's under the helmet mm. that i think they couldn't they i understand why they did it mm-hmm. they needed to kind of take this child murder yeah off of natasha so that she could die a hero and that she's not dying with killing a what nine-year-old girl yeah. on her on her conscience but like i just thought it was a really odd way to do that Mm. but i mean it was a cool reveal it was a cool reveal like and they were did really you cool. did you see it coming no yeah like it was they did really well mm-hmm. at like masking that yeah for <laughs> sure masking <laughs> <it>. <laughs> that <was> yeah good. <laughs> so but that's what i'll say about the taskmaster character i i think again really <laughs> cool looking character really awesome fight sequences like the action sequences that involve taskmaster were like really good yeah but i just think that the character is a lot more quippy and is a lot more talkative and has a lot more i mean I personality feel- I feel like be like because of how they chose to bring the character to life, like I think that that was honestly like a darker side to the movie. Yeah, I guess that is where the movie did take a deviation you know? towards the darker side. Like yeah. if if that character would have had a comedic element to it, it like wouldn't have felt like there was much of a threat or yeah. it was I don't know, like there was an intense sadness happening you know yeah i guess and that also gives like widow a a pretty significant connection to the villain character yeah so i guess like again i liked the movie but there are just aspects of it that i had an issue i mean you're just being picky right i'm being picky i'm a comic book nerd so we gotta be that way but the red guardian i think they nailed (laughs) he's probably one of my favorite aspects of the movie (laughs) yeah obviously still a deviation from the comics but like I think they did a really good job. I think, like, one of my favorite scenes is when they're at the, like, the mom's house and he's trying to put on his suit. <laughs> and then he comes out and he just, just like, sits there. He's, what do you say? Like, fits just like it used to yeah, or something fits, like that. Like, or still fits. Still fits. <laughs> yeah. And then he comes over to the table, sits down, and he's like, I have so much energy. Oh, my gosh. Just 
so uncomfortable. Yeah. The poor girls are sitting there in yeah. the same room. Yeah. Oh, man. But when they, like... He was fun. Yeah, he was fun. And I liked it when they, like, saved him from the prison, and he's just, like... I mean, he broke that guy's arm, which was pretty funny. Mm. But, um, and... And he, they're like all upset because they're like, we need you to know where everything is at. Where's the red room? And he's like, shoot, I don't know. And then they like are trying to fly away and then the helicopter crashes comedically. And then they're walking and they're like, you suck. And he's like, I'm so proud of you. You've killed so many oh people. Goodness. And he's so serious. He's so sincere. You're like, he's such a proud father. Uh-huh. It's like beautiful, but awful at the same time. Yeah, he's like, you guys are the most deadly women in the world, and I could not I be, could more, not be happy. more happy. And I'm like, oh, shoot. Like, I, okay. And it's just interesting because when you saw him back in the 90s at the beginning mm. of the movie, he wasn't like that at all. No, he was so intense. He was like, you honestly thought that he was like the villain of the movie. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, it's like a bad dad figure, you know? Yeah. Like, because he was very intense and very like... Like, I mean, he obviously, like, had to care for his family, but yeah. uh, it just, he, he didn't really smile in that beginning sequence. Yeah. It just, like, you didn't get the comedy from him then. I don't yeah. know if, like, prison did it to yeah. him or it just this, old age. Yeah. I feel like it was just this weird, like, <laughs> transformation kind of comedic thing where he, like, puts on all the weight. He's all got a big old beard and he's like, yeah, I'm still living my glory days right. as the Red Guardian. Even though, <laughs> like, in the movie they established that I think that was, like, one of his only missions he did like they said that he was the red guardian and they made a bunch of like action figures and stuff and he was like in a bunch of propaganda stuff and then he's like and then they buried me in undercover work for three years and then what did i get for it life in prison Mm. so i think right after he just went straight to jail Hmm. So I think he's just really cynical about So like, then are there such thing as glory days for him then? Right. I think he's living up to this ideal that Captain America kind of embodied. Yeah, and he, he was he like, referred to Captain America a lot yeah. in like snotty ways. Yeah. And, yeah. So it seems like he just wants to be Captain America, but for Russia. But mm-hmm. he was so disillusioned with the Soviet party that so now he's just like this cynical, like, I don't even know what I'm doing, but like Russia's still pretty neat, and I'm <laughs> Captain America for Russia, mm. and and he still genuinely believes he's a good father. Yeah, that 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 was pretty funny too. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> you know, go for it, man. I know he's like, uh, yeah, yeah, it was pretty yeah. good. Yeah. But, so this movie was obviously a pretty intense, like, violent, not violent, but like movie. the action. There we go. Thank yeah. you for that word. <laughs> uh, and there were several times where you realize like wait a minute wait a minute like black widow isn't like a superhuman she's a person she's she's just a normal person that has a very specific set of skills set of skills (laughs) and there were several times where like i would have died oh for sure she should have died i mean that like first encounter with taskmaster wow just the like a fatal car accident Uh uh-huh and then he like kicks her off of a like super tall bridge i mean i think she willingly jumped to get away i guess but no she like hit the the vehicle on the way down i'm pretty sure he like kicked her i'm pretty sure that was at the beginning when you thought that she was gonna fall over but she climbed through the vehicle oh yeah probably but and then like later she gets into another car accident yeah and then there was like a motorcycle accident yeah. She, oh, yeah. The, those are two got, separate like, things. Flipped off of a bridge, and then she right. went into a car, and then drove yeah, and her, away. And then her got... and Yelena like got in a crazy car accident. Where we went, they went down the subway. Yeah. And like, and they were just like fine. I mean, Yelena got stabbed, but like she was basically fine. I mean, yeah. Like she wrapped it up and was good the rest yeah. of the movie. Right. So. Which? How did she? Because that was all uh, supposed to take place within like a day, day and a half. Like. 
she was fighting with a pretty severe arm wound. <laughs> I mean, they're probably conditioned to be able to do that. I guess. Again, I don't know if it's I mean, physically possible, but it's that's, a fictional that's story. what you're like, led to believe, right? Yeah. Phys- or fictional story, but there's still certain things that you're just like, yeah, but right. like, really, though? You would have died. That one time where she fell like like 10 stories and hit every single oh, thing on the way yeah. down and then just, landed. just her yeah just like her body there was no car just involved slapping all over everything and then she lands on her feet I, on her feet her <laughs> her pose yeah the, the avengers pose yeah <laughs> yeah her and elena's chemistry was like really good yeah i really enjoyed that sisterhood yeah. chemistry i mean even from like when they first meet and fight and wreck that apartment all the way to like when they're like just chatting and she's like why do you do those and then she like mm-hmm. gets down and like flips her hair and is like poses oh so <laughs> she, good and then she, it's just like a running joke the rest of the movie it was it was really good yeah and the thing with the vest yeah like they just had this banter and it was just like it was very natural yeah and like they just did a really good job and florence Pugh is from london i'm pretty sure or britain or something like that like she's british okay you from the uk she's like not russian which is even more impressive that yeah. she had a Russian accent. The whole movie. Uh-huh. Like, she did really good. Yeah. So. I liked her character. I'm excited to see more of her character in the MCU. Okay, so final verdict. I'd say we both enjoyed it. Yeah. Like, it was a good movie. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I'd, I liked it. Um, It is definitely worth the watch if you're going all the way through the MCU movies. If you're, like, dedicated to yeah. this franchise. And you, like, kind of need to hit it. Um, It doesn't really hold up as a standalone movie i think i think it needs Mm. it kind of relies too much on the other movies i think if you were like i'm just gonna sit back and watch like a good movie and you want to stay in the marvel movies there's other ones that are probably better but this was important to her character and it was important to the mcu to kind of set up stuff Mm -hmm. but it wasn't in my opinion the best one there like of the standalone movies or of the all of them of all of them yeah yeah but it's definitely better than others Way better than Captain Marvel. Yeah, let's not get into that. We've already talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I mean, recommendations for people. Yeah. We we have a one-year-old, and we wouldn't let our one-year-old watch it. Yeah. But what, do you, what would you say? Like, by the time she's, what, like 14, 15, yeah. maybe? I'd comfortably, be a- comfortably let a 15-year-old watch it. It does cover some darker elements. It does cover some more... Uh, like kind of domestic or not domestic abuse but like abusive relationship topics it, yeah. it covers this like really dark like kidnapping children and stuff so maybe like it's not as like fun and lighthearted as like Thor Ragnarok or the yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy movies they they cover some pretty serious topics so we wouldn't mm-hmm. recommend it for children but we'd say like mid-teens something that you could sit down and explain to your kid what's going on and you can you can kind of like talk through it and just watch it with them yeah. but yeah so that's what we'd say as yeah. parents that is our black widow movie review talk that's what we thought of it that's what we thought of it um and so we're going to continue to do these media like reviews mm-hmm. of movies and tv shows that we watch yeah. and uh that's just something we enjoy doing together yeah. so we like talking about it so talk about it on here yeah definitely so hopefully you enjoyed it hopefully you enjoyed this episode <laughs> yeah. uh of couples co-op that's right thanks for listening to couples co-op make sure that you uh subscribe on whatever you're listening to what if, if you already haven't and uh tell a friend yeah who may be interested in this type of a podcast yeah. uh if you haven't already we're on facebook uh couples co-op podcast 
and Instagram at Couples Co-op Pod. Uh, you can stay up to date on things and look forward to our upcoming episodes that air every Monday. And so we will hopefully see you next time. Yeah, definitely. So thanks for listening, guys. Yep. See ya. Bye.